Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to ask a pharmacist about getting naloxone for their first aid kits at home or work. No prescription is needed. Naloxone can rapidly reverse an opioid overdose and restore breathing. Opioidresponse.info. Hi, I'm Kalina Bowler. I work behind the scenes in Georgia's film industry as a location manager. Every week, I take you behind the scenes to meet some of the amazing people who help bring magic to the screen. It's the credits from Georgia Public Broadcasting. On this show, we meet people who are the Jacks and Jills of all trades in Yollywood. One of those is Greg Waddell. He has several skills camera operator, set dresser, art director, and that's just for openers. Being a true Renaissance movie man, he carries the credit earned by grip. This is a job many hear about but barely understand. Suffice it to say, the credit of key grip does not mean someone who opens locks. Greg's credits include the Marvel films Ant-Man and the Wasp, Black Panther, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I met him outside his warehouse in Atlanta. Hi, Greg. Hey, Kalina, how are you? <laughs> Good. Good to see you. Good seeing you, too. Um, where, are, where are we now? We're at the storage we, unit? We are at the uh, Shangri-La storage units. Nice. <laughs> uh, this is where you it, keep all your equipment? This is where I keep all my equipment and gear, and uh, I work out of here, and uh, it's sort of my home. Nice. All right, let's go on in. Hang on, I'll buzz you in. Cool. Greg walked me to a storage unit where he keeps all of his supplies. I started off by asking him, what's a grip? Every day I get asked that because most people don't understand. Um, it's, it's you're basically lighting and camera support. You, you are um, a workforce that's provided to the director of photography in order to facilitate a lot of things. Um, anything that the camera attaches to, typically a grip not only builds it, but operates that. and and especially when it involves camera movement. Right. Um, and then anything that the lighting attaches to, typically a grip is involved with that. Um, if there's structural uh, pieces with scaffolding and truss work and motor systems and things like that, grips do that also. Okay. And uh, then maybe one of the other aspects that people don't really think about is uh, after the sets have been photographed, uh, grips are actually the ones that are supposed to tear it down and store it and then reassemble it afterwards. So the, those would be construction grips. Oh, okay. So there's there's varying degrees of grips. Right. Okay, because yeah, there's a rigging grip, the people that oh, come so, in so many different specializations. Yeah. yeah, and then the, the on-set grip department, right. and then, of course, now construction grips. I didn't know that. That's it's, amazing. The construction grips is something that we didn't really have here in Georgia because it, we just didn't have a lot of numbers of projects. And But now you're starting to see more and more shows designating construction grips that are doing specific construction rigging for the construction department. Do we find um, that specifically on like stages, like big stage productions? Usually the bigger stuff. Gotcha. Usually the bigger stuff. But, uh, you know, gri grips are, some of them are very specialized in what they do, and then some of them are general. You, you find some people that have just worked rigging their whole entire careers, and other people are company grips, meaning that they usually work near or around the, the, the shooting unit, mm -hmm. uh, either first unit or second unit or third unit if they have one. Um, <clears throat> but 
you know, then within those, you have specialties as well. You have people that specialize as dolly grips or crane grips. Mm -hmm. um, uh, sometimes they even branch off and they may specialize and become uh, a head technician that, that operates one of the gimbal heads or one of the motorized heads that attach to the cranes. Okay. Um, those are all grip jobs as well. Wow. I, that's amazing. I honestly didn't <laughs> realize that. This is why I, I'm so happy to be doing a show like this because not only are we introducing to a broader audience what we do, like a lot of people that I've talked to so far who've listened to my show, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that they did that or I didn't know. And we work together, you know? So I think, like to your point earlier regarding education, I think that education is going to be a big, big factor going forward in, in the industry in Georgia. It is. And where do you see yourself in that? Do you see yourself... Uh, doing some training or? I, I hope so. Um, back in 2011, I did one of the first uh, Georgia workforce development uh, programs that they had. It was just a tiny little safety seminar that we did, but it began that handshake with the workforce development system. Um, and through them, I'm working to try to develop a, 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 an apprenticeship program right. that can be used to train film technicians. Um, and. Uh, you know, training, if you look at in terms of diversity, diversity is a big subject of attention in, in, in the nation right now. Exactly. Um, because people are becoming more aware of bad habits that we've had from the past, you know. And um, so through education, we can break those, those barriers down mm -hmm. and, and create equal opportunities for people and so that diversity is, is a better conversation to have. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if you, if you look at the ways that people are denied opportunities, education is the first stair step. You're right. Because if they don't have the proper education and training, they don't ever have an opportunity to walk through the door. You're right about that. I mean, when, we're, when we have a, a broader workforce, it's just better for everybody it in is. general. It is. Um, let's get back to you and your career in uh, the grip department. But gripping is not the only thing you've done. No. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've done been witness <laughs> to I've done several the things. various things. Yeah. Um, is that something that is common? Because there are some people that say, I just work electric or I'm just, I, I think you know. I think it's probably not. You know, there's an old uh, adage that uh, that's sort of frowned upon of being a utility person, being versatile. and. And old school Hollywood values say, oh, well, that person needs to specialize because they never really gain adequate skill sets in any one area. And gotcha. I, I understand that. Uh, for me, I approached it from a different perspective because I wanted to learn everything I possibly could. So if I had an opportunity to, to learn a new craft, then I did. Um, and luckily, we, we have a state here who uh, is organized by a union that, that calls us studio mechanics. So we're not bound, once we join the union, by stay, staying in any one specific craft. We're allowed to, to do more than one craft. Yeah. And so... The right to um, work. It's yeah. the, and, and the right to work plays into it a little bit, but it's more in how we're, we're structured with being studio mechanics. Gotcha. Um, and, and so it, it's, it's, uh, it's been a good thing for me to be able to learn different parts. And, and I think that makes me more valuable as, as an advocate for the industry and, and as a lobbyist. And then also uh, as a producer, maybe a future producer. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, let me ask you this. What are some of the um, other jobs that you have held, other titles that you have held? Um, prop maker, mm -hmm. construction utility, uh, greens, standby greens. Um, 
props, props person, um, set dresser, mm-hmm. uh, on-set set dresser, lead man, uh, decorator, uh, and art director, what? Uh, special effects technician, and um, maybe a couple others in there oh too. Oh my God. So. You're literally a renaissance man, like literally. Well, I just try to stay working. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, you know, I'm sure that served you well, it you has. know, and, and no matter what you do, because it you has. are more aware of the needs and the uh, and the things that other departments that you come in contact with need. So that, I'm sure that makes you a better person no matter what you're it, doing. It's, it's helped out a lot because it gives you that better understanding, you yeah. know, and, um, you know, I think the most important thing that we all can bring to the table is a good work ethic and, and the ability to learn new things because every day is a new learning experience no matter what craft you're in, yeah. you know, and you can, you can be, you can have a, a, a job that you, you've worked that job for 10, 15 years and you still, you're faced with a new set of conditions and, and you're faced with new possibilities on how to problem solve and at the end of the day, we're all problem solvers. Wrapping around the idea of bringing in more minority groups, uh, women, people of color, you know, the LGBT community, veterans. Have you seen any changes, like major changes in the right direction? I have, I have, there's been a lot more. When, when I first came to Atlanta um, in 1996 to work, um, the crews were, were fairly one-sided mm-hmm. uh, or unfairly one-sided, however you want to look at it. And uh, one of the early people that I met that gave me an opportunity was actually Carl Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, who was one of the African-American pioneers in, in the industry here. Yes, he was. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Carl had this, this saying, each one, teach one. And uh, so I didn't realize the history of that saying. Uh, but I always thought that it was important that when you learn a skill set to, to bring new people in into that, in, and teach that skill set too, because it's only going to help you to be able to do your job better as well. So it's not a com- competition for a lot of people, it's a competition. They're afraid to teach somebody new how to do something because mm-hmm. they're afraid that that person will do it better. And I never was that way. Um, for me, I just I never did like seeing people uh, being taken advantage of. So there was a lot of production assistants that I, I took under my wing and pulled them off to the side and schooled them and said, hey, you need to re- rethink this and reapproach this and maybe approach it this way. Um, and you'll make a lot more money and, and your life will be a lot better. Do you, are you aware that you did that for me? <laughs> You're not aware of that? No. All right, I'm going to share, st- share your story. This is wow. your life, Greg. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> when I first started working in television and film, wow. so I was doing like commercials and music videos and things like that. And right. I think I, was, I came on as a production assistant on Van Wilder. Wow. Okay. I remember that. I was the location PA on Van Wilder. Wow. And the production was rocky from the start. That was a tough one. And I ended up somehow becoming the location manager of that movie. Wow. And I was, my nerves were shot the whole time. (laughs) And I, there were frequently days where I was just like, I don't know, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Now, I was surrounded by a lot of nurturing people. Georgians helped me tremendously in this. But I remember you specifically, because that was the the same show I met you on. You pulled me aside, because you would see me panicking, going through whatever I was going through. You pulled me aside, like, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? And you listened to me. And I don't think people realize that 
we are in an industry that demands so much of us and demands we go, go, go and produce, produce, produce. Yeah. And no one wants to actually sit and talk and listen. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So man. I just wanted to wow, do this I, and I, thank I, you for doing that for me. I've been <laughs> I, now I, working I now for 15 even... years because wow. of you. So thank you for wow, that. Wow, that's awesome. I, I didn't realize that. But, you know, it's just it's something that I think is important. And, and um, if you have the opportunity to teach somebody um, a better skill set or a better way, I think it's important to do that. And, and you know, so often personalities come in, into play and people don't like each other and people, you know, and they get involved in all that pettiness. But, you know, what if you taught somebody how to do something better that you, you didn't necessarily like them, but you taught them a better way? And, and then that person did it, and that, that same thing ended up saving your own life. You know, and I think a lot of, a lot of folks don't think about that. I, I like almost everybody. <laughs> I, and and my, my palette of, of peers that I surround myself with, all colors of the rainbow. And uh, so I just don't see the world that way. And my, my, I was raised like that. My family doesn't see the world that way. So I, I just think it's important to, to, to try to help everybody and help lift everybody up. And, and they lift you up in the process as well. All right. That's Greg Waddell. He's a grip. Just one of his many credits that he gets in Georgia's growing film industry. Right now, he's at work on his latest project at Pinewood Studios. Greg, thanks for moving the industry forward. That's it for us today, but we want to hear from you. Do you work on movies or TV shows? Tell us what you do. You can reach us at thecredits at gpb.org. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. You can hear our show at thecreditspodcast.com. And subscribe while you're there on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a rating. It really helps. Sean Powers produces the show, and Don Smith edits it. Our music is by MBB. The credits is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Kalina Bowler. See you after the movies.